Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here is an important message. Fellas and girls, have you ever seen a squadron of American bombers roaring through the air in formation? Have you seen newsreel pictures of Uncle Sam's destroyers cutting through the seas on patrol in search of enemy subs and surface raiders? I'm sure you have, and I bet you're thrilled. You probably felt terribly proud, too. Well, if you've been buying war-saving stamps regularly, you have a right to be proud. Not only because those planes and those ships represent the fighting spirit of America, but because you helped to build them. Yes, sir, every time you bought a war-saving stamp, your money helped by the labor and materials that are used to make planes and ships and equipment to knock out the Nazis and the Japs. So next time you hear some boy or girl on your block say, Oh, shucks, what difference does it make if I buy one stamp or not? What difference can one dime make? You tell them that it does make a difference. It makes a big difference. You tell them, for instance, that five dimes will buy enough fuel oil to take an American destroyer one full mile closer to its objective. Or that one dime will buy five forty-five caliber bullets. Tell them that if every boy and girl in the United States bought just one ten-cent war-saving stamp every day, it would add up to enough money to buy a lot of swift pursuit planes, with which our Army and Navy forces could blast the axis out of the air. And while you're at it, you might remind them that this is one way that all you fellows and girls can help to win this war. Now, after all, everybody can't join Uncle Sam's armed forces, but all of us can buy war-saving stamps. So talk it over with Mother and Dad tonight. Tell them that you want to help Uncle Sam win this war by buying war-saving stamps regularly, every day if possible. And I'm sure that they'll be glad to cooperate. And now, the adventures of Superman. At the moment, Superman, in his disguise of Clark Kent, is in a peculiarly bad spot. As you remember, Perry White, editor of the Daily Planet, Lois Lane, girl reporter, and Kent are planning a trip into the wilderness of the Hudson Bay region of northern Canada. It is their intention to visit a certain Sebastian Beauvais, owner of a hunting lodge, who wrote to his old friend White, begging him to come at once, that he needed help badly. In our last episode, Kent, Lois, and White visited a sporting goods shop to buy the clothes they would need for the trip into the frozen north. A stranger entered the shop while they were there, and while examining a rifle, repeatedly pointed the weapon at Perry White. Suddenly, as if by accident, the rifle went off, with White directly in the line of fire. And yet, when the excitement died down, the Daily Planet editor was discovered to be unharmed. The bullet had not touched him, for the hand of Superman had shot out and stopped the bullet in mid-flight. Clark Kent now finds himself in a most embarrassing predicament. For Lois, staring at him with a strange look in her eyes, says... 
I tell you, I saw it. I saw Clark stop that bullet. He's holding it in his hand. Lois, you're talking nonsense. Maybe I am. I don't know. Go on, open your right hand. Lois, this is ridiculous. Well, prove it. Prove it by opening your right hand. We're waiting, Kent. I can see you're holding something in your right hand, and I demand to know what it is. Now, open your hand, Kent, and open it right now. Well, now, really, this is the funniest thing that's ever happened to me. The most flattering, too, I might say. Do you realize, Lois, that you're practically accusing me of being, well, of being Superman? I know it isn't possible. No ordinary man could stop a bullet in flight. Uh, wait a minute, you. I wouldn't try sneaking off if I were in your place. Who's sneaking off? I thought I saw you start to edge toward the street door. What would I do that for? Am I supposed to be afraid of something? It was an accident, that gun going off. I didn't know it was loaded. Yeah, we'll deal with him later, Kent. Right now, I want to see what you're holding in your hand. Clark, I can't stand the suspense any longer. I know I couldn't have seen what I think I saw, but... Okay. You win. What do you mean? I... I've tried to hide it from you, but... Well, I'm afraid now I'll have to admit the truth. Lois, Mr. White, I, Clark Kent, am Superman. Uh, Steady, steady, Lois. Now, blast you into limbo and out again, Kent. Open that hand of yours and let's get this thing over with. Very well, but if I'm about to reveal myself to you as Superman... Oh, Clark, stop this joking. You started it. As I was saying, if I'm about to reveal myself as Superman, I might as well make the most of a suspenseful moment. So then, I'm going to count ten. At the end of that time, I'll open my hand and reveal myself to your wondering gaze as Superman. Never mind the counting. Uh, 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 No, 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 no. Gotta do this right. After all, Chief, this is a world-shattering moment. Well, here we go. One. Two. Taking the desperate chance of telling Lois and Perry White in a joking manner what he is sure they won't believe, Superman, in his guise of Clark Kent, begins to count ten. And in the time thus gained, he tightens his fist, tightens and tightens it until the very pressure of his superhuman strength crushes and reduces the rifle bullet to dust. Eight. And then, as he reaches the end of his count... Ten. And now, ladies and gentlemen of the audience, perceive I blow lightly through my fist. So... And then open my hand. There. What? Why, it's empty. Your hand is empty. Well, what in heaven's name did you expect, Lois? What on earth have we two been doing? Accusing him of stopping a bullet. Did we go out of our minds or something? Well, the entire matter's closed. The gun went off accidentally. I'm not hurt, thank heaven. You were lucky the bullet missed you. You can say that again. But it's over with, so let's forget it. Uh, excuse me, mister. You mind if I go now? What? Oh, yes, yes, you can go. Uh, better be a little more careful next time, the way you handle unloaded rifles. I'm sorry, mister. I'm certainly glad you weren't hurt. You can bet I'll be more careful. Well, so long. Now, where's that clerk? Hey, right here, Mr. White. You know, it's a funny thing about that incident. To begin with, none of those rifles is ever loaded. Well, this one was. I know, but where did the bullet go? It's not in the wall. Uh, I'm sorry. I-, I just thought of something I must do. Uh, you've got practically everything I'll need, and I can pick up almost anything else in Canada. I'll run along. Uh, but can and, they... Oh, yes, uh, duplicate everything in a smaller size for a boy about so big. Jimmy Olson is not coming on this trip, Kent. I no, won't no. have him with us. I've made up my mind to that. You'll change it. You always do. See you back at the office. Kent, I... Uh, he'll manage it. I'm late before I start. He'll manage it somehow. Manage what? Uh, to bring Jimmy along on this trip. If ever a nymph was created to torture me, it's Jimmy Olson. Leaving Lois and Perry White in the sporting goods shop, Clark Kent moves swiftly into the street, just in time to see the man who almost killed White step into a taxi cab. Hailing a cab himself... Taxi! Kent gives the driver quick instructions. Follow that green and white cab that just pulled away. There's a five-spot in it if you don't lose it. 
Kent's taxi follows the other across town into an expensive section of the city where it pulls up before a fashionable apartment house. Kent orders his cab to pull over to the curb a block away. Now to find out into what nest my bird has flown. Huh. This is the apartment house. Well, in we go. Uh-oh. Here comes a doorman. I'll have to think of something. Can I help you, sir? Uh, I, uh, I don't know. A funny thing, I just saw a man, a friend of mine, whom I haven't seen in years, enter this building. A man wearing a gray overcoat. Oh, Mr. Kilrain? Yes, that's his name. Well, he's in Penthouse, sir. He lives oh. there with, with the other gentleman. Well, thank you. I'll just drop in on him. If uh, you just don't. a moment, sir. I have to announce you. Whom should I say is calling? Well, I'd just like to surprise him. I don't... Oh, sorry, sir. It's against the rule. Well, now, look here. There's no harm in my dropping I'm in. I'm sorry, old... sir. It's a rule. There's nothing I can do about it. Oh, well, in that case, don't bother. Well, but, sir, all I have to do is pick up this phone. Well, if Kilrain's gotten so ritzy, I can't see him without being announced. Let's forget it. But really, Never sir, mind. Have... Never mind. Well... Oh, there are quicker ways of getting to Penthouse, eh? And there's the entrance to the backyard. If luck is with me, I ought to be able to reach the penthouse from there. Huh. Funny the way that doorman acted. The way he said Kilrain was living with that other gentleman. Sounded as if there was something strange about the other gentleman. Oh, here we are. And if I'm not mistaken, that's the terrace of the penthouse way up there. All right. On for these clothes. Now then. As Superman, I won't have to be announced. Up! Up! <laughs> Quite a terrace, garden and all. Now, let's see who's in that lighted room. Mm, I was right. It's Kilrain just taking off his coat. Well, nothing like the direct approach. Up with this window. And in we go. What is the name of... Please don't get excited, Mr. Kilrain. And uh, please don't reach inside your coat for the gun you probably carry there. What is this? Who are you and what are you doing here? Oh, I was just flying by and thought I'd drop in. You were just... What are you talking about? And keep your voice down. You'll awaken him. By him, I take it you mean the other gentleman with whom you live? You got it. He sleeps in the afternoon, and anything he hates is to be waked up. Oh, that would be a pity, wouldn't it? Very well, I shall talk quietly. Come here, Mr. Kilrain. I don't get this. Who are you? Hey, wait a minute. Take your hand off my arm. What... Don't cry out and keep your voice down. We wouldn't want to awaken him, would we? No. No, he wouldn't. No, good. We begin to understand each other, you and I, Mr. Kilrain. You felt the pressure of my hand on your arm, and now if I were to use all my strength, it would crush your arm. You would undoubtedly cry out in pain, and that, that would awaken him. Now then, since we appear to be mortally afraid of waking him, suppose you tell me what I want to know. What's that? Why did you try to kill that gentleman in the sporting goods shop a little while ago? I didn't try to kill nobody. That was an accident. Hey... How did you know about that? Never mind. Why did you try to kill him? I tell you, I didn't. I... The idea was to prevent him from going to Canada, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know nothing. Ah, uh, 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 now, that's a fib, Mr. Kilrain. If I had some soap, I'd wash out your mouth. But uh, not having any soap, I'll just increase the pressure on your arm. No. No, I can't stand it. Don't. Don't. Please. Don't. Then tell me what I want to know. I, I can't. He'd do things to me that... Who would do things to you? Him. <laughs> well, we seem to be getting nowhere very fast, Mr. Kilrain. Now, let's concentrate a bit now, eh? 
Just who is him? The Laugher. The Laugher? Yeah. He's called that because... Hey, wait. Did you... Did you hear someone move? Yes. Yes, I believe I did. Someone moved in the next room. Then he's awake. Half an hour before his usual time. We woke him up. You and me... We did it. Don't say. Well, you sound as if it was something to be worried about. Oh, you don't know the laugher. He's always laughing, but... Oh, we... We shouldn't have woke him up. Nothing makes him madder than that, and... Hello? Laugher? Well, Superman seems to have stepped into a very strange company indeed. Who is this amazing character, the Laugher? And why are he and his henchmen Kilrain trying to prevent Perry White from reaching the Hudson Bay region? Be sure to hear tomorrow's revealing episode. And listen every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Tune in and follow The Adventures of Superman. By all means, don't forget to tune in to Superman tomorrow for another thrilling and exciting episode. And don't forget to talk to Mother and Dad before you go to bed tonight about making arrangements to buy war-saving stamps regularly. Start the day off right tomorrow. Buy at least one ten-cent war-saving stamp first thing after breakfast. And remember what I told you at the beginning of this program. Every single dime is important because all our dimes put together can go a long way to help pay for the guns and tanks and planes and ships we need to knock out the Nazis and the Japs. And say, here's an idea for you. Why don't you get together with your friends tomorrow and make a joint pledge to buy war-saving stamps every time you've got a dime? See which of you can buy the most war-saving stamp every week and every month. Do your share to win this war. Faster than a speeding bullet! More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look! Look in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Follow the adventures of Superman every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Superman is directed by George Lothar and is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. This is Mutual. <laughs>